good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Humble Loser Podcast. I believe episode number six. We are your hosts, BB Hendrix. Straight Thurston. Yeah, man. How are you doing? How how was your week? Um, I'm good. I I want to start off by saying um, rest in peace to my grandfather Charles Hill Senior. Uh, he he unfortunately passed this week, and that's you know that's like my last living grandparent. So uh, that's a big deal, and um, all all the best wishes to all my family and everyone affected by that. And you know it's an inevitable thing, but it still it still hits hard when it happens. So. Yeah. Yeah, especially when we start losing our like our, our, our elders. Yeah. You know, yeah. the people that hold our family stories, you feel me? Yeah. That, that know our history. Yeah, that, that hits different. Exactly. It for sure hits different. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, man. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, my week it has been uninteresting. You know, luckily. Luckily my week has been uninteresting. Just work and um, you know, doing stuff for, for no malice and then, you know, I, I can't complain. You know, I can't complain at all. Everything's coming together um, slowly, but surely trying to make my return to music. Oh, you know, that's trying a big to, deal. Yes, trying to make my return to music um, for, for people who don't know, uh, before doing this podcast thing, before uh, printing up clothes, I was an artist and I kind of took a little hiatus to kind of get my real life business in order. <laughs> you know, to get my real finances in order hey, and, hey. and my, you know, my real life, <laughs> you know, not just the, the glamorous shit we hey. like to show on Instagram hey, yeah, yeah. and we like to flex, uh, but the real life shit, the foundation, yeah, the foundation mm-hmm. to actually be in a position to, uh, to support myself independently and put out music independently and do it and do it the way I want to do it. So yeah, I can't complain. I'm, I'm taking steps and strides. I'm still, I'm still campaigning for a, a, a Don't time now video. I'm still Lord campaigning. Have mercy. You want to jump in the time machine. Time, hey, it's new <laughs> to everyone else. It's only old to us. I think we should have a conversation about that. Yeah. I, I, I feel like even though I feel like it's a good, it's a good record. Like it's a good record. I feel like, and even whenever I play it, and some people listen to it, they'll say like, "Dang, this!" Like somebody recently was like, "I put it in my story," and they'll like, they they um they wrote me a message back, and they were like, "This will forever slap," and blah blah yeah. blah. And I'm yeah. like, "I'm glad you like it," but <laughs> I mean, as I don't feel. I feel like it. When music age is different, yeah, you know, most definitely, most yeah. Definitely. And for me, I'm like, man, I feel like I've matured past it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a good, it's a good song, but I feel like music has moments. Yeah, most it's definitely. a moment, and I feel like whenever I made time now, uh, it was like this. It was speaking of uh, speaking upon like kind of like the racial stuff that was going yeah. on, and it was speaking to me personally, like, man, it's time to like. Let motherfuckers know, like, I'm not to be played with. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. But then I had one of my biggest fall-offs after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has a deeper... Yeah. And there's a yeah. deeper It was like, it's time it. now. And then I had one of my biggest fall-offs. <laughs> like, it's time like, for big, Like, yeah. And I had one of my biggest fall-offs. Personally, my yeah. ex, like, caught one of the L's. Like, I, I, got, I got a divorce. And then I kind of slumped financially. And I was like, damn. It's not time now. God was like, nah, bro, it's not time. You thought it was time. You talking about it's time now. But it ain't time. Like, like I, it was so much going on at yeah, that time. Yeah. 
It's like, okay, I came out with time. Now I had a little steam. I was still performing. Um, I was whenever I was performing it, people loved it. Yeah, like I would play it, and uh, people would go crazy. I think yeah. the last time I performed it was at um, the Real Tech Trap House in Frisco, and it was a cool ass event. I played it. People were going crazy. They were vibing to it. And I played the next song. They're like, nah, bro. We don't want to hear this emo shit. Go back to the time now. Go back now to the shit. time now. Bounce. Yeah, the time now. Bounce shit. You know? I'm going to put, I'm going to put, you know, a, a petition. I'm going to put a petition <laughs> up. I'm going I'm to I'm throw on my Instagram. I'm going to uh, throw up uh, so y'all can vote. And I'm going to have like have it playing just in case you guys haven't heard haven't heard the uh, the track. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I want you to see. Cause I have I have faith in that record I think, yeah. but you know what? But I also I do understand like you know as artists our music is more than just the numbers that it does and how yeah. it's received. It we're speaking like our stories and like what what's going on in our lives as we uh, release or as we make this music. It's all is forever attached to that. And if there's negative you know stigma to it, like yeah. I 100 percent understand that too. So it's like when you you're not whenever you're not making music that you're actually feeling in the moment. Yeah, it doesn't feel authentic. It do, yeah, yeah, it doesn't Most feel definitely. authentic. Most definitely. It does not feel authentic. And I feel like I've seen it with so many rappers. Uh, MCs that do it, and I'm like, bro, that's not really how you're feeling. That's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I feel like Wale's one of them, where he came out with some records, and I was like, bro, this ain't you. And I'm such a big Wale fan. Me too. He's such a unique. Me too. It's like a spoken word rapper. Like I, that's so yeah, that's so unique. But that's why I love whenever he does these little these little three album four I mean not three album but three, three songs, yeah, yeah, yeah project because I was like oh yeah you were feeling you, you stick to yeah. he's sticking to his actual arena instead yeah. of trying to appeal to oh yeah you know he's not making a pretty young thing song or he's, he's more not. so you look know, ma no hands yeah, yeah, yeah I hate that song yeah. look ma no hands I will say yeah. though that verse <laughs> yeah, yeah of course you flame walk a flock of flame yeah oh, Lord. not not a hard thing to do <laughs> you a roscoe dash and walk a flock of flame record <laughs> of course i'm good i think i might be the hardest lyricist on that in in, in, in that uh you feel me in that line oh, like no, yeah, of course he barred Waka Flocka Flame. He it, though. It yeah. was very... It was I a good verse. But that, that that spoke to the conversation I was having that uh, that we were having earlier before we jumped on mic was, of course, like, you're, you can be talented enough to make a dumb it down record. Yeah. And it can yeah. sound good, yeah, but it's still definitely. not true to you. Most definitely. You know, we all have records where we made them, <laughs> and we're like, we hear them, and people might love them. We're like, they make you that's cringe. cringe. Yeah, that's, they make cringe. Like, me. I don't want to hear that that's shit. That's not even the kind of art that I, like, exactly. I wanted to even put out. But it's, you know, you get caught up in the moment. And as an artist trying to struggle to find your identity in the early mm -hmm. stages and stuff. So, yeah, we all have those. Every artist, I don't care what level, if they're super established, Drake got some tracks oh, yeah, yeah. that he would we hear can point them out. like, Mm, that's not me. Like that's I'm not it. That's not who I am, and I kind of oh, cringe at that. Like, bro, um, uh, what is the song? Not Hotline Bling. It's one of them that's super cringy. I'm like, that's not you, Drake. Yeah, yeah. you know. But it's like it's it's usually in the early the early goings of your career. Yeah, because you're trying to figure it out. You're trying mm -hmm. to get your footing and figure out that balance of staying true to self and also having a, a level of appeal before you understand as an artist 
that being true to yourself is the utmost. That's the most important thing. That's what trumps everything. You kind of struggle with that. What am I, how can I get people to tap in? That's, that becomes, that's like yeah. the biggest priority when you're early on. And then you realize later on, it's like, no, no fuck I, these like, people. Fuck, I, like yeah. whoever's going to really fuck with me, they're yeah. going to tap in. They're going to hear it and really organically attach to it. And then like, but yeah. in between that process, you make some stuff that's just like. You got, you really yeah. struggle with that. I want people to like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want people Artists to like me. Very, yeah, very insecure about that initially. Yeah. So. Where they're like, "Oh man, I want people to like me, so I'm gonna come up with this." And then you're mm -hmm. like, you're, you're very susceptible to that, to people giving an advice. And if you don't know who you are, then you're gonna fall for it. Yep. You're gonna be like, "Oh, yep. okay, someone said so. So and so said I should make a club record. Yep. So I should do that. Be so -and -so aware should, of that." So and so said I should sing on, yeah. on on the hook or something, you know. Yeah. Instead of actually exploring that artistically, organically by yourself, you know, you're now listening to people's um, uh, request of you. And that's, exactly. That's that, that's that's yeah. a means to an end. Like, the, the beware of that advice or those suggestions yeah. that say make a song like so and so. Yeah. That off top is that that's the phoniest. Like at the best. Yeah, it's gonna get you a temporary, you know, look, but it's not who you are. So it's yeah, here today, gone tomorrow. You don't ever. It's okay for producers to be like, "I'm making a Drake type beat." Yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. I'm gonna say that. Well, you know, if they want to make money, yeah, they can say, "Oh, I'm making a Drake type beat." Yeah, but it's not okay for an artist to, to be, be like, like, "I'm making a Drake." I'm making a Drake type song. song. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all bad. If it you're doing that, be you. then you're already you already trading your authenticity. Your you're already trash yeah because you're you're basically uh you're trying to make a recreation of somebody else's vibe exactly. or somebody else's song exactly. and i'm really 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 interested to jump back into into the music and like give my authentic self you know yeah, that's what authentic self and talk about you know what's really really going on right you know, with me personally, right? Yeah, talk about Your story the story has validity. Yeah, and, you know, right. and not you know, because there's so much power in the real, the real version of you. Yeah, and people need to really realize that you don't have to be the dude that's flipping birds and and trapping. I got the gun on my lap. You know, some of the times people can relate to to the dudes that are you know trying to maneuver this life, being fathers. You know. Yeah. We're right. trying to relate to these dudes that get up and work a nine to five every single day, yeah. and, and you know right. we're trying to you that, know, elevate. That has so much big or bigger of a connection because it's real. Like, yeah. I'm surprised how often this is why, like, this is why J Cole he doesn't make a single, but his album goes platinum. And yeah, exactly. He's connected with people. People will forever tap in. Myself being one. Uh, will forever tap into those releases because there is truth, validity, weight to those stories being told, and it's not just some temporary trend weighted yeah. writing stuff. So, yeah, exactly. And even whenever he gets on tracks with other artists, like he gets on the track with Young Stuff, he's still his authentic self. Yep, yep, yep. You know, still telling it from his point of view. Exactly. Um, so we gonna. I think we can get into some of these topics that I wrote down. Um, the one, I think the one that really, really stuck out to me the most this week was Ice Cube meeting with um, the Trump administration yeah. and how black people received it. Yeah. Well, not just black people, but just people, people in, general. in general. Yeah. And we were just talking about this, people who um, 
who do I, is it called respectability politics or identity politics where where just because I'm a Democrat that means I don't fuck with that yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Democrat. I don't, yeah, you know, I'm like, a I'm a Democrat. You know, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't fuck, I don't fuck with no Republicans. Right, you know, like right. they're they're people are like now trading their common sense for for a click yeah, for a game. That's what it is. It's for a game. For a and I'm like, bro, what the hell is going on? So. It really bothered me that they called one of the greatest, not rappers, but one of the greatest black men of yeah. all time he's, a sellout. He's always been like, this dude has been repping Bruh. for black culture for since I was a child, since before, like, exactly before I was born. Growing up, listening to all the, uh, what, Lethal Injection, yeah. um, I, like, Ice Cube in the lynch mob when he had the when he had the lynch mob and he like like just everything that he's always stood for and everything that he's always spoken been outspoken about just one how soon they forget Literally, yeah. just one thing and it's not even, even the stuff he's done after music right it, it's and, like the minute you do say he does something that looks a way to and the thing is it only looks a way to those that aren't perceptive you're paying attention. It's not even a, a negative step backwards from everything that he's done positive. It's not. It literally makes no sense. It's not even a negative step. Yeah, it's exactly. Really, it's literally what every politician has done. Uh, do we get mad whenever Democrats meet with Republicans? Right. No, we have this black man who doesn't even need to speak up. He's a billionaire. He's a, yeah. he's a billionaire. He's speaking up for our broke asses. Exactly. And we're over here calling him a coon and a sellout because, and he clearly pointed it out. He said, I've decided to meet with both sides. Mm -hmm. One side decided to tell me, hey, we can't meet with you until after the election. Yeah. The other side, hey, no, said, no, let's meet right now. Yeah. Bro, so that's... What? Yeah. What? Like, what, what, what? What did he say? He didn't say slavery was a choice. Right. Y'all still buy Yeezys. Yeah, exactly. He, he didn't say Trump was his mans. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Y'all still buy Yeezys. Calling the wrong things in the question. Exactly. And I'm a big Kanye West fan. But he, he, what Kanye West did was come in there and say, Trump was his man's and I'm backing him. That's my man. Yeah. And everybody still messes with Kanye Kanye West. You feel me? Y'all still line up for Yeezys. Y'all still love his wife and the shit she does. And y'all still apply for her when she releases two people out of prison. Yeah. But when this black man says, hey, I got an agenda for black people and I want to meet with both sides for them to discuss it. Yeah. And one side says, nah, we'll wait till after the election. And then the other side says, hey, no, we'll be with you right now. How is he, how is he any different? It's kind of just like he's back into a corner at that point. Like who He can only meet with the ones that are willing to sit at the table with them. So he's delegating. Exactly. Like, there's that there's nothing there's nothing coonish about delegating. So, okay, so since Ice Cube is a coon, then let's go back to all of the people that used that used to meet with their opposition. And I seen this on the internet and I and I and I researched and fact checked and it was true and it was crazy to me. Malcolm X met with the clan. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm X met with the Klan. Was Malcolm X a coon? I guarantee you, nobody in here is gonna call Malcolm X a coon. No, I wouldn't call, <laughs> call him a coon. Nobody is. It's it's literally this is like a necessity. Here's another big fact: Martin Luther King had to meet with Lyndon 
Bain, what's it, Lyndon B. Lyndon B. Johnson mm-hmm. to get to um to make to to get uh civil rights enacted. Yeah, bro, is, is he a coon? This is or should we? Is he a fam- is he a famous coon or something? Right. Is 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 his coon ass r- r- responsible for us? Having but, the freedoms that we experience now. But you know what? It, like a lot of people point out, because the things get lost in history and the winners of, you know, wars dictate what history looks like. When you when you look back, so what we see is how loved and how beloved Malcolm X is, how beloved uh, Martin Luther King is, how, you know, but everyone they were kind of rolled with them. And it's like, no, it wasn't like that. No, there were several people of the demographic that these people were fighting to protect and and uh, empower. There were several people that were against them, not just not rolling with them. They were against yes, them. Yep. They were like treating them like they were damn near the enemy. The, the enemy. Yep. They were they were terrorists or basically like, and it's like, that always will exist. So um, I'm not surprised that as Ice Cube, you know, makes his his moves the way he makes them. There's always going to be people that are waiting for any way they can it's say be criticism. Mm, he's doing it wrong. Mm, I yeah. agree. Like this. somebody somebody said the dumbest stuff ever. They said, "Well, um, I would appreciate it um, if somebody else would have met with." Um, Donald Trump other than Ice Cube. Ice Cube doesn't seem like he knows the policies. Ice Cube doesn't seem like he's smart enough to know the policies. He's a billionaire. Yeah. How smart do you have to be? To I'm pretty sure guys. he's launched big three. This man started in NWA. Yeah. Now he's a billionaire over corporations, bro. How smart? I, I don't know a smarter isn't person. That, isn't that the whole reason that was the biggest selling point to the majority of Trump supporters? The, the why he's in office? Is his was his business acumen? Yeah. Like so, how is it all of a sudden that very same thing isn't enough to warrant someone like Ice Cube a seat at the table to make the, this, these kinds of discussions? Like, how is that? How is that not the same thing? I don't know. I think that black people we're super super critical of our own. Oh, there's a lot of slave culture. There's a lot of Willie Lynch. Yes. Slave culture behind that whole instant aggression towards each other, that instant competition that... Yes. Oh, yeah. That's... We're super, super, super critical of our own. We'll sit back and we'll pick a part of our own whenever we see somebody else making a move that we're not making. Oh, yes. Instead of just sitting back and saying, you know what? Hey, this man is doing this for us mm-hmm. as a people. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll meet with anybody who, who will listen to this black agenda. Yeah. And that's where I feel like black people really need to wake wake the hell up. Because I see black, some black people that are Democrats and some black people are Republicans, and they are married, married to these gangs. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm like, what happened to the advancement of people that look like you? What happened to just looking out for yourself? Yeah. You know, if somebody has something that's going to benefit you as a black person, why aren't you on board with it? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And personally, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Same. I am with whoever is going to, just like Ice Cube, listen to a black agenda, who's going to enact a black agenda, who's going to do something to help black and brown people that are in these messed up situations, you feel me, that, that are willingly willing to 
undo the, 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 the systemat systematic oppression that has been going on in America right. since the beginning of America. You right. feel me? So anybody who's on board to undo these things, you feel me, whether it's by um, making housing housing equality, whether it's by um, you know school quality, anything, you feel me, healthcare equality, yeah. then bro, I'm on board. Right. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. That makes no Republican or Democrat. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't you make a me? difference. It's about it's what okay. They There's for a two party them. system, and it's okay to to hop back and forth. Yeah, you don't have to just be locked down to one or the right. other. Right. That's the the and that's so common that whole idea that yeah I. Have to be this. I have to stupid. It's stupid. It is. It's, it's completely it's stupid because then now you're like, okay, I'm voting for a Democrat, and the Democrat. There was another thing that was crazy that somebody put out, and they said that more than 58 percent of the black community um, voted for the 94 crime bill. Like yeah. the people, yeah, you seen that, yeah. And and I think a lot of people are like, oh, they were condemning Joe Biden because he did the 94 crime bill. But we did never talked about the uh, the Maxine Waters and yeah. and the, all the rest of the people that were up there that were with it. Exactly. That were with it, and even you know, there's a certain type of black person that was with the '94 crime mm -hmm. bill whenever it came out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just Joe Biden and a whole bunch of white guys sitting around. Yeah. There was black people in that supporting that. that were supporting it too yeah. because of the high crime that was happening in these communities, Man. and they weren't thinking about the people that were lower than and, and had less than. You feel me? Yeah. Because let's be clear, there's class within black people yep oh boy I'm preaching today oh there's classism between black people bro there's you know there's the bourgeoisie people that are that have money upper that are black class, yeah. Up, yeah upper middle class mm -hmm. to the, the broke people like myself <laughs> yeah, the ones and then the really... super poor you know uh, yeah because uh, yeah. there's layers to it mm -hmm. and let's be clear the people that are in their own bubble they don't care who's outside of their bubble nope. And that's not a white or black thing. That it's is a just money thing. is a boom. So that's a straight exactly. Thing. So let's not pretend when we go into these voting things and we start talking, we gotta look at the people outside of our bubble if we're talking about being for black people and all mm -hmm. this stuff. And I think this is a good segue to get into one of the biggest topics, uh -oh. a huge topic uh -oh. that uh, it's always comes up and always comes around. And it was, are you still pro pro black? If you date outside of your race, if you're a black man and you date outside of your race, are you still pro-black? You want to answer this first, or you uh, want me to answer it first? I so I I'll, I'll chime in on this. Um, I think that the first off, let's address the general consensus. So from what I've yeah. witnessed, is that if you are if you are dating outside of your race, you're not pro your race. Um, I've seen it with. Uh, like celebrities we've all seen it like mm -hmm. they can be as pro-black as in like when it got exposed at gambino's um childish gambino's wife was uh, a white woman it's like oh all of a sudden everything he's saying has lost its validity it's yeah. no longer you know like and it's like i think that that's such a backwards way of thinking because uh inherently if you're pro-black it has nothing to do with who you love as an individual being pro-black is being pro-black like you still make the actions that are you know you still make the protests you still you know you still do things to benefit your people exactly. you're pro-black it does not matter who you lay with at and same on the on the inverse just being with 
someone of your of your same nationality doesn't make you pro your nationality. It's Bro, not some kind of big you, you're not instantly inducted into some kind of club because you're of who you're with. That that's two separate things. Your love is I believe in love being blind. Like you love who yep. you love and you can't help who you love and that's you shouldn't want to help it. But beyond who you're laying with and who is your you know who's your partner beyond any of that there is the separate agenda of your people collectively and making actions towards the progression of it has zero to do with who i'm sleeping with or who yeah. i'm married to or who that has nothing to do with that so that's i hate that that's such a heavy stereotype the minute like the minute and it makes you wonder how often are how often are people pressured into being with people that maybe aren't mm. even who they would if they had the without that pressure they might be with someone completely different but like feeling like you've lost your validity as a black man or a black woman if yeah. you if you step outside of that you know those bounds you're gonna like, be judged or you're gonna be looked at exactly how, which is crazy because. You know, not to take over. No, you, you know, pass me the rock. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's super, super, super crazy because I felt like I've dealt with that too. Like where, man, if I get seen, you know, you as a black man, you hear very, very young, like you better not bring no white girl home, you know, from your <laughs> grandparents and maybe even your parents. So it's like, oh, you better not bring no white girl home or whatever. Or My they, they look at you crazy, you know, even if you're. Even as an adult, you yeah. might have a woman who is, you know, black, I mean, not black or, you know, a person, of, uh, a non-black person of color, just a white or a white person. And you might go out on a date and you see the dirty oh, the looks that you get and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's crazy that you said that because as a black man, I never dated outside my race. Mm -hmm. But I was like, damn, you know, there's like a guilt that comes with it. Yeah, when, if sure. you do, if you do, you're like, damn. You literally have to feel guilty for, about who you date because there's this whole tr thing about okay, there's no good good black men, and if you're a good black man yeah, and the white getting to deal with another person of a different color ethnicity, then they're like, damn, they just took another one of our good black yeah, men. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> but um, or you weren't real to begin with. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you weren't not, you weren't not a real, real black, black man. Look at it, he's with. fake as hell. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know. Saying that we don't love black, because I have two black sisters. I love black women. Yeah, exactly. you know I mean? So it's not saying exactly. if I choose to date somebody else on my race, doesn't mean that I don't love black exactly. women. Exactly. And see, that's the problem that I have with it. Like um, Jordan Peele. Mm -hmm. You remember Jordan Peele came? He came out with Get Out. Yeah. Then he then he summed it up with the uh, what's the other one? Us. Us. Yeah, yeah. All of these. Dope ass films yeah. talking about the black experience and yeah. all this stuff, and everybody in, in such a creative, artistic way. Man, huh. and he has his wife, who is who is white, who's mm -hmm. Jewish, who he bounces these ideals off of. Yeah, and who's like, oh no, you should do this. So you're telling me, and I have a bigger point to make because people are ass backwards. I hate, I hate um, double standards. I yeah. hate when people are just uneducated and talk about uneducated stuff. But you know that that bothered me whenever people start killing Jordan Peele and like, oh no, nah, he's not brilliant, he's not this, all this is all fake. Why doesn't he have a, a black woman and talking about all this stuff? And I'm like, bro, it doesn't matter. And then me being the, the contrarian that I am, I hopped on Google and I said, 
how many civil rights activists have partners that are not black? Yeah. And would you believe, <laughs> would you believe, <laughs> there's plenty of them. Yeah. Big Most name definitely. ones. Most definitely. Big name ones, you feel me? The ones that we applaud and we praise, you feel me? Yeah. The Angela Davises. Yeah. You feel me? The, um, it was another person. It was huge ones, but that was the most notable one. And mm -hmm. I was like, so you're telling me these people that got their ass beat. Yeah. You feel me? Got bit by dogs, hosed down by police, spit on, beaten on the on beaten at the um the counters and sit-ins are not real. Yeah, they, they lost their they're they lost not their real? invitation to the to, cookout. To cookout? No, I think yeah, not. that's that's bullshit. It's an ideal pro blackness is an ideal ideology, whatever. <laughs> Everybody knows I can pronounce it. You watch this podcast long enough to fuck up some words. But um, yes, it's an ideology and um, it's a mindset. Yeah. So if I decide, hey, I want to be pro black, I want to make sure I I'm here for the advancement of my people that yeah. look like me, then that's my mindset. That's my idea. Because let's be clear. A lot of us have, especially if you're from the have parents and people from the South like I do. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's make it clear. We have a lot of black people that are married to black people mm -hmm. who are not on not board. Pro, they're with, not pro-black. That are not on board with pro-black. <laughs> yeah. They are not on board with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Boy, they throw Blue Lives Matter up and they play profiles mm -hmm. and bios real fast. Mm -hmm. You feel me? They're Trump supporters. You feel me? Let's be clear that that's why I say it's a mindset because there's, there's definitely black people that are not on board with this Black Lives Matter yeah. shit. And True. they go Trump to Trump rallies. You feel me? They're in the comments too, saying, "Hey, he should have just, he should have just complied. He should have just complied. Complied. They wouldn't have been alive. They just follow the law. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. There are black people just like that. Yep. And that speaks to what we were talking about earlier about people being in their own bubble and not caring about who's outside of the bubble. Yeah. And there's black people that do that all the time. So let's be clear that pro blackness is not something that you that you get that you inherit once you come out of your mother's womb black. exactly it doesn't it's a mindset it's a mindset and, and it's something that people really 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 need to understand that you can be even the people it, shit the people the people that are over here killing uh, killing us you feel me are not pro-black no they can no. be black as hell and you feel me they can go and they can shoot shoot up a house they're not pro-black yeah yeah. You feel me? The people that are over in your community slinging drugs, they're, they're not, not pro-black. Pro I'm sorry, I don't care how many backpacks they hand out come school exactly. time. They're the not pro-black. The message that the message that a rapper's putting out, you feel me? Talking about sliding on the op and all this stuff. Yeah, they're not pro-black. Pro they not pro your kids. And, yeah, exactly. And they're not like, pro-black. No, that's not pro-black. So let's be clear and make it and stop making it seem like. Um, your prefer your preference in women makes you pro black because exactly. it's not true. That's not true. Exactly. My preference, I can love black women, which I do, I, and, and and I love them for because of their, their attributes. I, I love a fat ass. I love <laughs> thick, thick full lips. You feel me? <laughs> I love the melanin in their skin, but that's my preference. Yeah, that's that my that's my preference. That does not mean that. I am marching and throwing my fist up. No, I just yeah. like the, the physical attributes that come with having a black woman. Yeah. 
Yeah, that has nothing to do with anything other than that. Like, and period. The two have to be separated. Point blank. Period. Like a city girl. You can't. Rap, <laughs> you can't look at. You can't look at obvious allies to the cause and be like, yeah. oh, cancel them because yeah. their partner is not. You know. Exactly. It doesn't fit the criteria. That's just stupid. It's very close-minded thinking, and like I'm, I for one. Like I detest it. I don't stand for it. I don't support it. So, and you think about all of the civil rights leaders that came from mixed families. Exactly. Like they're like, they're um, they're um, biracial people. or yeah. Like the 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 irony in canceling people all the like based on things like that when you know you think about the Sean Kings and right yeah you think about those guys like that and it, and it's like thinking that like Aaron race Ruger. has been the reason for oppression in so many ways and then to as the oppressed turn around and oppress other people of your community based exactly. on matters of race is so iron ironic like it's but I mean, that's the, the beauty of Lynch the theory. Exactly, that's the beauty of well. the machine. As you yeah. as you fall victim to it, you don't even know what's happening to you. You're you're literally oblivious to the puppet strings that are controlling your opinions and preferences and viewpoints. Like, so that I, I mean, I guess it. What what really is uh, necessary is just being aware. Just be aware. Yeah. Be aware of how we're being influenced and how. How small little things have huge outcomes and huge effects how our preferences have in a lot of ways been predetermined how our mm -hmm. the things that we oppose have been orchestrated for us to be on the opposite side of for a reason like be aware yeah. of stuff like that I think people are confusing pro-black with pro-black family yeah yeah you want to see a yeah it's thing. a completely different thing yeah. you know I could want to have get with a black woman because I want to have a black family, but that doesn't mean that I'm for the advancement of, of black, black people. people. Yeah, you could be one of the worst. You could be one of the yes. kidnapped your kids and selling I drugs be, on the street. Yeah, I could be one of the worst human beings yeah. ever because I because of my preference. Yeah, you know, don't just say black excellence because black. Yeah, because you wit a black person. But I think that's what's we've been we've been persecuted or whatever. Or there's this thing that that says that black men don't get with black women, yes. which is a lie. Yeah. That's another lie again that That's I want to address lie. too. That's another lie. Black men and black by, um, I forgot what the um, the little uh, study said, but basically it said black men, more black men get with black women, mm -hmm. basically. Like the majority of us. Do. Yeah. The majority of us do. It's only a very small minority that gets with people of opposite you know, opposite of opposite uh, of opposite races and yeah. opposite uh, cultures and whatnot. Because let's be clear: whenever you're getting with somebody, um, the factors that play a role in you dating and marrying somebody is you know the things that you guys have alike, yeah. like culture yeah. and religion, and of course race. So the more familiar you are with a person. Then of course you're gonna get with you know yeah, you, know, yeah, it's, you know, simple easier. science simple yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I, I hate when people come with this oh yeah all, we're losing all the black men you know it's like no you're not no you're not no you're not you may not be able to land one personally or or flip side but yeah fl oh yeah flip side yeah because yeah. black men get so mad when they see a black woman yeah. that they feel is uh like a, a, a I don't know I want to say like 
a good black woman when they see a good black that's woman that's another layer about, they who they hate when they see them with anything other than a black man that is just that grinds their gears i've known men that say that they can't even watch they can't even watch porn with a with a black woman <laughs> and another and a man of another so like i that real talk i'm not true story and like <laughs> this exists and and i mean like that's that's that, just think about the psychology of yeah that. like that yeah that's crazy yeah. You can't love who you want to love, and and the psychology. I not to just dwell on porn, but the psychology. It's it's a trip because um, you know in porn, if you if you sleep with a black man, Kanye addressed this on the song. You sleep with a black man in porn, it devalues you. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. It devalues you, and you you'll notice that even like uh, there's a lot of porn stars that only sleep with white men or they won't sleep with black men and then there are even there's even black women porn stars that only sleep with white men and it's because it devalues you if you where else did you get content like this <laughs> where else nowhere else welcome to the Hubba podcast yeah right <laughs> uh, it would be me to bring up porn but I mean, well that's... I mean I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of trying to detox <laughs> No, but this is interesting. See, no, but that is interesting because I never knew that. But it makes sense is because, but, you know, my my ignorant ass, I'm like, why? Because, you know, we we got the hammer or we like like renovating it. So now whenever she goes back, it's like it's all bad because it's all been cleared out. Or what's... I think it's... it's Or is it just a psychological thing? I think it's a psychological thing. I think it's like, you know, there is a subliminal throughout society. There's Mm. a subliminal like connotation that as a black man you are you know almost subhuman yeah yeah okay so it's like back in the day yeah it's like it's so when you look at a a a woman that's done that um in porn a lot of people i think subliminally regard it as they've done something beyond just you know filming sex it's like almost like like if a woman did bestiality they're not gonna just be let back into the bedroom to you know do that brings me back to what Bill Burr, that Bill Burr, did you watch the Bill Burr thing on uh, uh, SNL? SNL? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh, if, and white women, if you had consensual sex with a black man, you would lie and, and say, say it, it wasn't. Was by say, force. Yeah, say it wasn't because, yeah. you, you know, you didn't want that stigma. Exactly. And that's the same thing that you're talking about. Based and in porn, it based still in exists. It still exists. Wow. Like, so that's yeah, a trip. That is crazy. Yeah, Bill Burr bodied that up. Bill Burr is slept on. He is no, I, every time I have I, seen him, like I've seen him in live in person and, and seen everything. He's hilarious. Yep, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So. See, but see, but the thing is, if people got so triggered, they would get triggered by Bill Burr because his wife is black. Yeah, exactly. His wife is black, yeah. and that's the thing about that I like about Bill, Bill Burr is that he'll tell you about these things, and you're like, oh man, why is he so relatable to us? And what, what black men are like, oh, he, he but, but he's he's kind of. Talking about us, and we're yeah. like, oh, now we that, know now why. You get it. Yeah. We you, know why. You're getting it straight from the source. Right. Like, yeah. you can yeah. actually empathize because you, you're the person you love. Like, someone you love is like of that demographic. And, and, and she's educating you. Right. She's you educating you. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. But yeah, that does make sense. And that's, that's, that's cool. Now you're gonna be clicking on those thumbnails. No, 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 no. Oh wait, no. You, you, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm free. I'm free and clear. See, um, Ooh, for the people man. who don't, for the people who don't know, um, I've been on this journey since September first of basically uh, no sex, no porn, no complete alcohol, celibacy. Yeah, complete celibacy, complete abstinence, um, no alcohol, ab abstinence. No. Yeah, just staying focused. Beautiful. Staying focused, you know, shit, I work two jobs, 80 hours a week anyways. I have no time to do anything. Like, yeah. Trust like, me, I, yeah. even if I did get it in, I, it would be, I'd yeah. be a sorry ass lady. Yeah, preaching to I'd be, I'd be a terrible, <laughs> I'd be a terrible, I'd, she would talk so much shit about me. She would be like, this man only lasts two minutes. And he went to sleep on me and thought it was all good. So I robbed him. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, for real, like, uh, I'm not even trying, like, and that, I think that kind of brings us to our next topic and about the, the, the dating scene. Yeah. And, um, are men and women delusional in their standards of, of choosing a partner? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Go ahead. It's the nature of what society is today. Um, when you look at the, like the fact that we spend so much time on social media, like, and I don't know if anyone's ever watched uh, the, what is it, the social dilemma? Yeah. Just yeah. to give you an idea, people that like us that utilize social media in certain ways kind of had an idea of how this stuff worked already, but mm -hmm. uh, like the way social media is used to um, target you, influence you, and basically if you pay attention to the images that you're exposed to all day, how could you how could you look at that all day and then not want a woman that looks like a, a barbie doll or a, yeah. you know like it's literally being blasted in your face all day and same same vice versa for women's perception of men i think women are the more um the more openly uh, exploited in that way and it kind of it it definitely with men whoa the what they expect yeah out of a woman the way versus what they're bringing what they're bringing yeah, it's like the it's like you want a woman who looks like they have everything together they they're completely like all fit have mm -hmm. all these perfect you know assets and everything super attractive and everything and um as a man you'll be like, you know, like, not that, like, and nothing that you're doing shows the effort. I've seen yeah. men in, you know, forums and stuff be super critical about, like, a small flaw on a woman, mm -hmm. and them, they themselves, man, like, Cardi B leaked a, a damn nude, and, man, the people going in on her, on her That's nipples, and it's like, it's like, but like the uh, amount of perfection that we want, we think that we've been we've been getting that we've been I don't know watching porn of these these perfect looking people and and fantasizing and you fantasize so much you start to two hour sex yeah right yeah, like yeah. and you start blurring the, that with standard. reality and now you think that this is what you deserve this is what you you know like this is the norm you've made yeah. this fantastical thing into the norm and it, it's it happens in both sex and in, in, in various genders i'll say i don't want to just 
X anyone out, but he's doing, um, he's being politically correct. Yeah. I'm about to go in, so. <laughs> but um, yeah, it happens in both instances or in multiple instances, and it's yeah, it's it's literally like it's delusion. You yeah. you're really thinking that this is what you have coming to you, and what you not only are the values misplaced because what you're looking for as you know you're what you're placing that ultimate value on in in the end is essentially is hollow for the most part it's it's fruitless yeah. for the most part it has nothing to do with the more important things that define a person but beyond that it's like just because this is what you see all the time and this is what you click and like and this is who you you know like who you're you feel like you're exposed to more often that's not the reality that isn't this is a a smaller percentage of society that's being projected into your yeah. into your face and you think that that's that's like the 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 norm like i said and you think that you're entitled to that yeah and so yeah both to to answer both men and women completely delusional as to what their what they should be exposed to what they deserve as far as you know even just we're talking about on a superficial physical level yeah what they deserve you know from one nigga completely delusional yeah pass me the rock i'm open <laughs> um so i got this topic from um this podcast i like to watch it's called the roommates podcast uh the dude's name is hafiz and he, oh the uh, dude that was yelling at me yeah the dude yeah. that was yelling at got me. it and um, <laughs> he pointed out something that was real clear, and I didn't even I I, I peeked it, and then I, I I started thinking about it, and I was like, how many of your partners like follow like baddies, like the the real real pretty women, like the Amber Roses, the you know you know the yeah. super hot Instagram yeah. models, yeah. and they really be like showing you pictures of them, like they know them, like yeah. oh look at her, she's super bad. Yeah. And I remember like this is kind of corny. So, like, why are you even following them? Yeah. They don't know you exist. Yeah. They don't care about you. And um, now I really see dudes, whenever they do that, they think that that's the standard that they're supposed to have. Yeah. I'm like, arguably a girl that probably could have Odell Beckham or probably mm -hmm. could have a billionaire. Yeah. A Saudi Arabian Not billionaire. That that's speaking oil. to your value as an individual yeah. or oh, anything. No, but... let me talk. <laughs> but... but I'm saying they could have a guy basically that's shitting on you. Yeah. But basically, <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100% honest. You can pull up a Lambo on Monday. Pissing on you. He said Odell. Yeah. <laughs> Pissing on you and will piss on your girl as well. Oh wait, no, it was Odell it was pissed on, Odell pissed on the girl. There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so but hey, we don't know. It's Odell Beckham. <laughs> but anyway, but they'll literally show us these women that they follow in and they're lusting after yeah. on Instagram and they'll then try to apply it to real life. And I'd be like, no, homie. Yeah. No, you are in your mid-30s, you're balding. <laughs> you feel me? You have an all right job. Yeah. You feel me? These women are out of your league. Yeah. And I think that's what makes men delusional. That we'll, we we now come because of, like Jared said, social media and, and porn, that we'll now see these women. They're perfectly shaped. They're beautiful and arguably like super dumbs, like yeah. super tens. Yeah. You feel me? And we think that, okay, since we see that, that's the that's the thing that we 
we we're entitled to have. Like yeah. that's the thing I'm going after, even though I don't have the qualifications to go after something like that. Yeah. Like, let's be clear. A woman of that stature has options. Yeah. They got definitely. hella options. Most like definitely. I'm talking about 30 to 50 DMs a day. Yeah. Uh, hey, baby girl, Anyways, what you doing? Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. woo, 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 you oh, know. you're so beautiful. Uh, oh, all, oh. all the suitors in the world, you yeah. feel me? And you think that now in real life, even if, if one passes your, passes your way, because let's be clear, those women are not in your surroundings in real yeah. life. Yeah. You're never going to see them. Yeah. They're never, there's like a rare Pokemon. It's like a Mewtwo. <laughs> you're never going to see you're never going to see them once in a while it might pass by your way and she's passing by you to go meet the dude that she's going to meet you feel me yeah. she's not coming to see you yeah you don't even know what to say to her whenever she passes by your way because she is that out of your league yeah so yes in my opinion because i'm going in on the dudes because i feel like as a man i see it way 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 too much oh and i got i got something but continue see it way 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 too much i feel like men are delusional women are de women are delusional too as well because women will want the, it's like the same thing in reverse they'll want an idris elbow they'll want a, the six <laughs> they want the six five nba basketball player but they you don't always do, go straight to height but, uh, <laughs> but that's the thing about it that's this is the thing whenever i do my little research yeah. women all say oh well if he's six foot and six foot and below he's a friend you yeah. know they'll say yeah. shit like that and I'm like, well, you're overweight, or you're, you know, you don't, you know, you don't do anything. You just stay at home. You know, like, what do you do? You know, and I'm not trying to shame nobody, but I'm saying that you want these top tier people, yeah. these yeah. top tier men that are arguably could have, they have options, just like yeah. the bad baddie has option. These top tier men who look good, who look like Idris, who have crazy money, have options. They literally can go up. A, 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 a supermarket store of bad women and yeah. go like boop and pick them like oranges, yeah. you know, or yeah. pick them like apples. Like, oh yeah, you bad. Let me get you. Yeah, you feel me? They're they're not looking at you. Yeah, and I think that um, that's our delusion is like you said, it has to do with the internet. We see these these people, we click on them, we like them or whatever. But let's be clear, they're not approaching you. Yeah. They're not approaching you. They're not looking at you, and. Sorry to say, you just got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, just got to be honest with yourself. And I wanted to speak about the Cardi B thing because that kind of hooks in, hooks along with this is that now we, like you said, we want these perfect bodies and all this stuff that we'll see Cardi B leak her titty and it's nat it's natural. We're so natural. You're going to talk about pancake titty. Yeah. I'm like, bro. That is a natural titty. That's it's, how it's supposed to look. It's having different shapes and sizes. This is. It's funny because that's a, just a because we're so people are society so used to seeing because Cardi B is one of those highly sought after, highly yeah. lusted after, and you're so used to seeing this airbrushed version of who she is, and yeah. you've made up these delusions in your mind as to how her body should. Now, think about the audacity. Yeah, the audacity. I'm, I'm really. saying like this is how your body should look, and this isn't. It, it looks wrong. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Who who determines that? Either science or God, whatever you believe, it ain't a person determines that. You, like I'm and and just to call a bunch of people out, be realistic. Yeah, you were not above what you saw on that picture. You're not. That is no. not. 
That was not oh. like, oh, I would kick that off the bed. Like, hell no, don't please. Fuss. I'm like, bring them things here. <laughs> bring, them, bring them things here, girl. What you talking about? Bring them things here. I have, okay, so I got another kind of vein that kind of lifted up. Now, because of the whole porn and Instagram stuff, mm -hmm. do you think that women do the exact, do the same thing that men do with the titties where they're like, oh yeah, now like there's a, this, this unstandard that comes with men's penises where they're like, <laughs> we have to be the 12, like we hear in the song like the 12 inch something yeah. something. I'm uh, like, bro, uh, you know, no, that's not happening. Where, what kind of animal are you messing with? Never. It's, it's, it's funny because there is this, um, there is this, there, I, what do they call them? Size queens. Uh, there are women that very, are very vocal about um, their mind. They wanting uh, having a standard that is clearly above average. Like oh, my my bare m minimum is I only deal with someone like a nine inch penis or like you know like that. I read that, somewhere that the average was like a seven, and I'm like okay. That seems kind of doable, yeah. you know, like yeah. seven, you know, that's yeah. this. No way, y'all. Yeah. No way. It's like a mag light. No, that's no like, way. I mean, in some people, for some people, yeah, but I think way, way less often than what's put out there because yeah. that's been put out there as that's the porn this, star. Yeah, you know, that's like that's that's yeah. a, a real man is someone who's you know got this like gigantic and like uh, like I said to each their own if that's what you're into but in reality real pierces matter i mean talk to women there's yo for every woman that only wants to deal with that and has like great enjoyment for dealing with something you know like that there's also a lot of women that are like that's entirely too much or like yeah you know yeah. like that's yeah there's so the real woman yeah <laughs> You're a robot. I, I, that's your damn cyborg. Yes. There's no way you're taking that much. I mean, I'm not bragging on. I'm not going to talk about myself because I, I feel like it, it, I'm an average man. I'm going to see, I'm gonna keep it all the way 100. <laughs> There's been times where the girls are like, no, 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 that's, you know, like, yeah, ease up, yeah, like, ease yeah. up. And I'm like, I don't, yeah. think, I, I don't think I'm over here dangling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So I can't imagine. I think that like you like there's this unrealistic standard when mm -hmm. it comes to like women's body parts. There's an unrealistic standard that comes to men's body parts. Yeah. You feel me? No, most definitely. Just with people in general, there's the 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 make believe of what the perfect person yeah. is supposed to look like has it's toxic to the to the mind. And what's funny yeah. what's funny, I was talking to someone um actually really close to me uh, about this. And uh, one point that was made, uh, she had made, was that a lot of these, like for the for the men who seek after, you know, the IG model uh, kind of girls, like if you if they these men if they got them, because this person seems so unattainable, you know, like just the perfect. Per the insecurity that yeah. would follow mm -hmm. because here you go here comes imposter syndrome you're not even gonna feel yeah. like you look you're gonna look at yourself in the mirror and feel she like, can do way better yeah. than that. now you're gonna be over here nerd paranoid sitting on on your throne it's like <laughs> it's like you're in the zombie apocalypse 
and you're surrounded by zombies now because you have this bad woman. Yep. And now you're now dropped in this ocean of sharks. Yeah, exactly. It's Why like did I that's, volunteer for this. Yes. It, it's <laughs> now you're like looking at oh looking at the dude that you're like at the gym looking at the dude with all the big muscles like oh man he he can take down my girl like now yeah. you're now you're gonna start feeling like damn how did I even land this exactly. thing? Like, I'm a pity. I'm a pity case. You feel me? Exactly. And I think that goes for women too. Like I've heard that um, women that feel like they got a man that looks better than them, mm -hmm. they're always like insecure. They're always checking mm -hmm. their phone and all this mm -hmm. stuff and, because they know like, oh, this guy, why is he even with me? He, he can, has all the options. He can go, he can get he can shoot from anywhere. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> He's still good. He can He's shoot. Just, from he anywhere. can pull up from anywhere. You feel me? So, yeah. Ooh. Definitely, it's it was a study I seen too about that where it's like people who basically get with somebody that's on their level, they're more happier. Yeah, and that's a real thing. Yeah. That is a real, real, real thing. Yeah. That's a real. You're sitting there looking at your partner, wondering like, why are you still here? Yeah, like that's there's bound to be issues. And don't be the dude that's in the other situation where you know you look good, better than your woman. Oh Lord have mercy. This is me being funny. I'm an asshole, y'all. Just be just letting y'all know for anybody who's first turned tuning in. But yes, don't ever be in that situation either. Like, oh, you know, when you get mad, like, oh, I can I don't have to with your ugly ass. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> but you know, I mean it happens. That is the nature of, of people. Like when people are when people I hate to say it, pretty people, they their morals very often are yeah. something to call into question because They've been given allowances through life. They don't have the same empathy. They don't have and the ability to get what you want yeah. at a whim is it is altering. It's just yeah. like having a lot of money in your pocket. It is but let's character not pretend, altering. Let's not pretend like what I said. That, no, I was joking. But let's not pretend like you say that it doesn't happen. Because, it does because there's plenty of people who who are quote unquote pretty who will get with somebody who is a step down because. They feel safe. Yeah. They feel safer because maybe they got with somebody that was on their level mm -hmm. per se, and that person cheated on them or mm -hmm. did them wrong, and they had like a history of dealing with people that are like that. Yeah. And now they want to do something safe. Yeah. Exactly. You know. So if you're ever that funny looking dude who gets a bad one, you feel me? You were the safe choice. <laughs> you were the safe choice. You were the safe choice. No, he, obviously, look, this is why I can't joke too much because he thinks that I'm not being serious. <laughs> you were the safe choice some of the time. You know, sometimes you were the safe choice and sometimes you got to recognize that. Ladies, oh, Lord, ladies, sometimes you were the safe choice. Maybe he was done messing with all the IG women. I'm trying, to, trying to settle down. Yeah, now they're ready to settle down. And you see it, and you're like, uh, 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 it don't make sense. Like, uh, keep your safe choice safe for me. I do choice. not want to be exactly. nobody's safe, safe choice. choice. Yep. I want to be like, I want to be first round. I'm a first round pick. Yeah, I want to be regarded okay. as such. I want to regard, yeah. you know, I I I regard as such. I want to be regarded as such. Like, yeah. I, like so, yeah. Save that safe that safe choice thing. Exactly. Or, but that's the thing about it, men. We have to recognize that too. Like some, you know, I'm not. I'm look. I say it because I'm not above it. Anything, any story I share, I'm not above it. I know for for fact that I've been somebody trying to use me as a safe choice. You really? just said, yep, yep, for a fact, for a fact. And this happened recently too. Really? Yes, this happened recently. Well, not recently. Maybe like a year ago. And I was like, hold on, you messing with this person, this person, this person, and then finally. 
You're like cubs to come down to O'Brien here. <laughs> no, 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 no. But safe choice doesn't always have to be with a look. Sometimes safe choice can be with your attitude and temperament. Yeah. Too. Uh, because sometimes you're that good guy. Yeah, the you're good, good yeah. guy who has morals it's and like, you know you don't come, dog women at women you out. Come to my doorstep when after you you got all your scars and you're yeah. tired from chasing uh, around all those. Yeah, after you spent like, that weekend oh, in Vegas oh, and second thought. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've, yeah, I've for sure been the safe choice before. Like, it's been like, oh, you know, the guy that you like, he's he, he's dangerous. You feel yeah. me? He, he, you're yeah. attracted to him because he's dangerous. He moves a certain way. Not dangerous as in violent or anything. <laughs> dangerous as in like, oh, you know, he, he he's the guy, yeah. that guy. Yeah. And then you come across this dude that's nice. He's humble. He works hard. And then you're like, oh, you know, he's safe. You know, yeah. I know he's going to treat me right. But then I trick you because I'm just like this. I'm just like wait. The worst kind of guy is the one. The worst guy. The worst guy is the one who does all the does all the studying of who you are. I was raised by the wolves. Yeah, and 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 they 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 morph themselves into what they need to be to get you. Like they're spam. Uh, They're. They're basically like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, like that's the worst guy. Like that, that person will get deep into your heart and soul and completely put himself in a position to really hurt you. He's not wearing it out there. You don't know that he's dangerous. I'm that he's Mike. Remember, remember, dangerous. remember the Thriller video. Whenever Mike Jackson has a chicken, he's like, "Oh, this was just a bad dream." And he's walking off, and then he turns into that wolf-looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord no nah, i'm just playing i'm just playing i'm just playing i'm just playing but i'm yeah. not I'm I'm just you are making that celibacy thing extend <laughs> i'm just playing no no nah, nah. see but see that's see i think people don't really need to talk about they don't really see the benefit in that they're like you know, me saying that going celibate is like knowing that okay, I have some, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the self work. Yeah, and that's no. another layer that people don't do. You know, on both sides, they don't do the self work. They don't do the self healing, and recognize their problems. Like, yeah, I, I, I have been the wolf guy before. Yeah, where yeah. I was like, you know, okay, I'm the nice guy, but yeah. I still want those panties. You know, yeah. like. Like, you know, you you have to recognize. I have, I one thing that I definitely believe is that through abstinence, in anything, through mm-hmm. abstinence, you're making the biggest statement as to where your investment is, where your dedication yeah. is, what, like, what you're, what you want to accomplish through abstinence, abstaining from mm-hmm. things like drinking and partying, abstaining from, like, whatever it is, abstaining from the things that distract you from your goal or distract distract you from being the person you want to be. Yeah. Abstinence is actually the biggest statement towards, like, this is what I want. That's the biggest affirmation that you could make is saying, I'm completely eliminating all things that aren't conducive to what I'm chasing. Yeah. That's the huge... So, it's that, a sacrifice. Make, yeah. It's a sacrifice you make to for what you want, what you really want in the end. Exactly. And even though I joke on here and all this other stuff, like in the end, I want a a long term relationship. You feel me? I, I want a long term healthy relationship. And whenever you want a healthy relationship, you gotta look at yourself 
as what 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 unhealthy things are you bringing to every situation that you're been in? Yeah. And I feel like so many people, men and women, don't do that. They yeah. just be like, oh, he was an it asshole, was or she had yeah, like they they point the finger and not look at themselves. And you know we're too old for that. Yeah, you know it's 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 no time. You can't do you could do that back in your twenties. Accountability. You can't do that now. Yeah, accountability it is, is a motherfucker. It is. It hard is a to come by, but oh, it's boy. it's as valuable as as any rare mineral. I don't know what you want to equate value to. Man, it's vibranium. It's vibrant. There you go. It's, it's no. It's unobtainium. Unobtainium. <laughs> boy, for real. So yeah, no. Uh, accountability for sure for sure is like that's that's huge and as as we get older we have to learn how to hold ourselves accountable and figure out what good and bad we bring to sit because it's not all good you mm-hmm. weren't just a victim of circumstance all yeah. the time in your life there are some things gotta that recognize the pattern and just acknowledging them and just saying well that's the kind of person i am it's not accountability yeah so just, that's the biggest red flag ever like, i'm just that kind of person you just have to oh, deal with that no, 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 no. that and and oh my signs my sign. i'm an oh, Aries. i'm a man, i'm a, uh, I'm a uh, capricorn you know the that zodiac is, is the ultimate oh enabler exactly like, i'm just like that because i'm a scorpio it's like no you're just mercury being was in retrograde yeah <laughs> Mercury is in retrograde. I don't know why I made like this Mercury is in retrograde. No, 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 no. No. Mercury is not in retrograde 24 7. Right. I've known you for a long time. This is not conditional with the stars on It's really, you really, it's it's really that time, especially for, for black people. We really gotta seek the therapist yeah we really and it's so easy yeah. now there's 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 literally you can do it from your phone yeah. there's no excuses for it now and I, I i will hold myself accountable that's something that i even personally that's that's a place where i've uh this is brian from the hood telling yeah. you yeah. from the hood Dude, therapy is therapy is I now mean, non-negotiable it i'm asking it's, it on a date whenever i start dating again I i'm mean, like hey you go to therapy yeah i'm asking it yeah because it's everybody has un has issues that they haven't worked it's, out that they may not even know about. Yep. Yep. Those are the worst ones. The yep. ones you don't even know. You think that they're normal. This yeah. is normal. People feel like this, right? Yeah. Mm. Not actually. Describe so, the dating scene in the Bay Area one word. Uh, <laughs> More than one word. So. Uh, well, no, <laughs> one word. Uh, I'd say superficial. I oh yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Just like Family Feud. Good choice. Good, good choice. choice. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Give me at least eighteen on the board. Yeah, uh, that's number one. Ding. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Def- I can definitely agree. Superficial is definitely the, the, it's, the word. This is the Bay Area. It's it's our culture. Like we we as people out here with you know with the economy boom and the whole Silicon Valley yeah. thing, and even prior to that, like being flashy, being like. That was never us. And, it, and it's like, it's like, realistically, what we look at uh, in a person is all about this external, you know, projection yeah. of what you want to be seen as. So dating in, in the Bay Area scene um, is, I, I would say, like dealing with people's um, resume faces and then figuring out they actually are you know like in a yeah in a job 
Yeah. And come the point of your interview, that's the best you're probably going to see of that person. They're mm -hmm. going to make themselves appear to whatever standards they feel are required to get your attention. Once they're on payroll, then the habits and all the other things start to show. And that's, you know, like, so not to say that I'm like actively Dating. out there dating because I'm not um, for reasons. And uh, but that's neither here nor there but yeah this, uh, that's, your, that's <laughs> but your business just, just from what i've witnessed what i've uh occur or what i've observed um is that yeah it's just you're dealing yeah. with the, it's like all right this person presented themselves this way now here comes the the trials and tribulations of figuring out mm -hmm. who they actually are yeah, that's their their representative. Yeah, you met with their representative a couple of times, and mm -hmm. then now you get to meet the real person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super. I feel like it's superficial in the way that I said this to you earlier when we were talking about this in the in the chat. It was that um, the Bay Area to me is starting to turn like L.A. And I don't want to. I'm just you know I jump out there all the time. Good. I hate I hate L.A. I hate LA. That's the opposite of the song, man. I hate, I, I hate <laughs> LA. Like every time I go out there, it's like a super status city where you have to flex and you have to show off. Or you don't certain, matter. Well, I'm gonna say certain parts, certain yeah. parts of LA. Yeah. You. That's kind of like the vibe I've gotten whenever I went out. It's there. like Twitter. If you're not like popping, yeah. no one gives a damn what you got to say. And <laughs> now we're in this dating scene out here in the Bay Area because I, I I can speak to it because I've been the most recent, probably the most active. Yeah. In it was like, it's just like you said. One, once they have their representative, two, they expect these extravagant ass flexes like off the bat. You have to be a certain type of person for you to a certain type of person to be even taken serious. Yeah. Um, and it's super superficial. Mm -hmm. And even like in a broader scale in Dayton, it's like now I feel like women want these junior husbands. <laughs> they want junior husbands. They want junior oh husbands. God. They want junior husbands hella fast. It's like <laughs> Junior husbands, like, they expect you I to be, like, the that. junior husband straight off the bat. Yeah, like, like just month, on the cusp one, one of being great. Two months in, it's like, okay, we done kicked it a couple of times. We may have smashed or whatever. Yeah. Now you're a junior husband. I need you to change my oil. I need you to be doing all these they, things to show you. Show they want to catch you right before your championship season. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel like, I feel like Jesus... Yeah, Thank like, you, Jesus. Yeah, you feel me? If you guys don't get that reference, you're too oh, young. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus Come on, Shuttlesworth. Guys. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? I feel like you know they want you to be cha put, putting chains on you and all this stuff, but they're still entertaining other people. Mm. They still want the emo. They still want you to be around emotionally and all this stuff. Like this was so. This kind of bothered me. I just started talking to this girl, and she was like, "What's your Netflix password?" Whoa, 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 whoa. We have not reached that level. You're asking no. for my Netflix password? Yeah, that's very, um, no. No, yeah. I think that's a couple thing. 
Exactly. I think that's. I'm gonna it. give you my Netflix password so you can Netflix it up with, the with next another man. person. That is mm, that is that betrayal on that the highest hurt. level right there. That would hurt. I can see what shows you're watching in my queue, and yeah. it's not stuff that I watch. Yeah, right. Like, no, you don't care about the heist movie. Yeah. You're watching that so with that's another, another man. Guy, yeah. Exactly. Mm, nah, I don't wanna, no. Yeah. So, like that bothers <laughs> me. I'm sorry. Maybe that's like I'm super nitpicky. Shoot your husband. No, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's nitpicky. I think yeah, that, that's, like no, 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 no. I feel no. the same way. Like, no, no, no. no. You're asking for a little too much. Mm, like that's okay, a couple you, things. yeah. Of course, if you know, we talk for a bit, and I feel inclined to sing roses. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Or yeah. inclined to do stuff like romantic. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But when you start asking for pieces of my life. Yeah. Off the bat, yeah, there's a problem with that. So yeah, it's superficial. It's like, what can you do for me ish? And you know, and I don't like it. And you know, and that's why I stepped out, stepped from it, you know, I just took a break. How would you how would you I mean, being that you're a, a man on the like from the male perspective or what what do you think that the men in the Bay Area contribute to the Bay Area dating scene? Because, you know like, I think it's full of simps. <laughs> I think it's full of simps. I think it's full of simps that really do. That really do. That really. They really go for this stuff. Like, um, they'll um, one. There's a whole bunch of. There's a, there, these are not Bay Area natives. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who are who are. What do you call them? Ex not expats. What do you call them? Well, colonizers. Uh, colonizers. <laughs> it's a lot of people that are the gen, the gentrifiers. gentrifiers. Yeah. The so there's a lot of gentrifiers that are coming in here and they're being finessed by these smart, intelligent Bay Area women. You feel me? Yeah. These Bay Area women are hustlers. Yeah. My guys who are coming from the Middle East, mid, mid, I mean Midwest and and and, and uh, they're back not, east, they're not ready. You're not ready you for need, these Bay Area you women. Need New York. Uh, LA uh, Miami game to understand and some of those men are not ready there's some of them are not ready. ready to understand every all the angles See, and the work some of these Bay Area women are like finally the Boda <laughs> Simps have arrived <laughs> See, the Bay Area men were raised off of pimps I'm saying that Bay Area men were raised off of pimps of, as yeah. sad and terrible as it sounds we were raised off of pimps and I'm not just talking about the famous ones we're not, not just talking about Goldie and um, Mac of the Year yeah, and all that Mac stuff. All I'm that. talking about your real cousins, yeah. your real life cousins, and yeah. sometimes your dad, and sometimes your grandpa, yeah. depending on how long this pimpin' has been going on. <laughs> how strong it is in How strong this pimpin' has been going on. And so now this new boat of simps have now arrived. They have come from the Midwest and back East and from the South. And they have no problem with, yeah, they, they're they in tech. They have no problem tricking. You feel me? And so they're throwing their money at these women. And now this has become the standard. Bear women were spiritual back in my day. You yeah. feel me? They were spiritual. They're like, oh, no, I need a man. I love him for him, blah, blah, blah. You know, we were the down to earth type of women. We had, that was us. We had that on lock. Now it's like, please. They're like, <laughs> Take care of me. What can you do for me, city girl, city girl type vibe? Now it's all bad, and I blame the simps that have have arrived over. Funding? Are they funding that? They're propaganda? funding lifestyle. Yeah. Yes, they're they're funding this propaganda because that's not never been our city. Oakland and the surrounding Bay areas have never Bay area cities have never been the the turn up city. We're gonna turn up and buy bottles and do extra stuff. We Frisco maybe. Um, 
San Jose, maybe. We had pockets of it. But no, you come to Oakland, you didn't have to do too much. You can come as you are. Yeah, Oakland was me? very more much of a chill yeah. vibe. Even in the high female, even even with that energy, it's vibe. still a chill vibe. Yeah, it, was it was never yeah. about it was never a classism or a status thing involved. You would never in your life see a Ferrari pull up to any Oakland club. Mm-hmm. Or you would never in your yeah. life see uh, uh, uh these 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 status symbols on these open streets. Now you see it all the time. You're like, what the what the hell? A phantom? Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. shocking. You're yeah. like, what? What the phantom? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy because now people are like, kind of like, I feel like, like the Chinese people are like, that Western culture is killing us. You know, like, yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, we need to close our borders. That's how I feel. <laughs> it's like it's lent so much of the influence. Exactly. That's how I feel. Like, Things are like, different. It's yeah, not it's, what it is. It's changing for yeah. real. Yeah. And it's not, it's like, it speaks to the city. Like, you can see it around the city. Like, they're, like, making 13th. Like, the whole street is blocked off, and now it's just an outside eating place, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the bus system looks crazy now. And yeah. it's like everything is changing, yeah. and that is extended Ribby, on down to doing? the men and women relationships in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Yeah. That's, and that's huge. That's, that's a huge impact. On the male and female relationships yeah. in the Bay Area, all that, all that glitter glamour has completely changed the playing field. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's kind of it's like, man, you, they're looking at you like you're like you're the lame because you're not because you have standards and you're like, yeah. oh no, I'm not blowing a check I'm, on you. I just I, met you. I'm you know? not gonna lie. I wouldn't want to be out there right now trying to like to meet. It's terrible. The new part because it is, it is, I don't know, like, I hate to, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's very risky. It's a lot of, you know, like, and you have to take risks in life, but I wouldn't want to be, um, right now trying to meet the person that I want to, you know, allow into my life on that level because, you know, people, some of these people were born with, you know, larceny in their heart you know? <laughs> like a lot yeah like you are dealing with a lot yeah. of stuff and then some people you gotta, don't have ill intentions they just have really messed up morals and you like letting people in i think that's the thing about it whenever you're thirsty for anything then it leaves you leaves you susceptible for any type of foolery yeah so Whenever I was out there dating, I was thirsty. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I got to find her. I'm on Tinder. I'm mm-hmm. on this. You know, you're thirsty for that engagement. Yeah. So when you're thirsty for it and you're putting yourself where you have to, you're the one searching and you're out there, yeah. then that leaves you more susceptible for the fuckery. Yeah. Whenever you're out here just doing your thing, working hard, you know, getting your money, something about leveling, leveling yourself up, going to the gym, yeah. and it runs into you. It's yeah. totally it's different. A whole different. It's a totally it. different. They value, you know, okay, they see you. You're in the same place as this person. Yeah. It's not like, okay, you're over here and you're thirsty for it. You're like, oh, yeah, I've seen this bad thing come by. I'm going to yeah. jump out. Then any, it's just like the art of the deal. Yeah. The art of the deal is like, okay, I see what I want, but I'm not going to be like, Okay, push my whole money into the middle. I'm like, yeah, give me that. Exactly. And no, you negotiate. You talk about it. You like, okay, you know what? And you're not afraid to walk away. Yeah. Like, okay, no, nah, that ain't for me. I'm walking away. From, yeah. I'm gonna walk away from the you know until, until I can get until I can get what I want for yeah. the price point I wanted. That I walk away. That's, and that's so powerful. The, that's 
that's the art of the deal. And people need to apply that to these relationships too. Like you're over here throwing everything at it and, and you could have got a better deal. Yeah. You know, and I'm not trying to say this in an objective, objectifying way, because this goes for men and women as well. Because women, if you're out here talking about, I need a husband, I need a husband, oh, I need a man, and my life would be so much better with a man, then you're already at a loss. Yeah, because you're you're setting yourself up to you're, settle for something. You're already at a loss. And that goes for men too. Somebody said this earlier and I believed it. I said, they said, men don't have hobbies anymore. Like, <laughs> right. you don't have hobbies anymore. You don't go out and play basketball. You don't go fishing. You don't do anything with your partners. Yeah. You're just, I need a woman. I need a woman. Where's she at? Where's yeah. she at? What, what, what yeah. you doing? What you doing? What, the what hobby would be What's the going pictures on these that yeah. they take, boot up, couple goals. Yeah, a couple goals. Yeah. Hobby. Instead of just living your life and letting it happen. Yeah. Like, everybody, I feel like, who's had, had a... A, a, a good relationship and it's come to a good relationship, it came naturally. Mm -hmm. You know, you were at your best self, you were glowing, you feel me? You, you met this person in the same place. You know, you met this person on the road to doing what you're, you wanted to do. Yeah. You're not reaching and stepping out of your path to get to this person. You're on the road, on the right path to get to this person. Yeah. And that, that's where I'm going to leave it. You know, um, let's, we're going to end it on a, a positive note. Shout out to the Lakers for winning a championship. You know, I'm not going to slander them. I, I said I was going to slander them on Facebook and all this stuff, but shout out to LeBron James and the Lakers. It's Everybody, the whole NBA that's on the Lakers roster, roster, you feel me? Shout out to them for Lakers. winning the championship. You know, we have a Lakers fan over here sitting next to me. You know, Number I put up with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm to be put up with. Shout out to the Lakers! Congratulations, congratulations! LeBron. I want to, I want to negate all the the bubble, and I, I, I okay, appreciate that. This is your time. You, I'll let you have it. I want to negate the all the bubble asterisk talk. Um, let's let's be clear. Uh, and we're talking about these players all played minus the same circumstances, literally in the same arenas, the the home games, away games, all those same criteria. They were completely stripped of that. These these are just guys playing. Back. Who's the better basketball players? There's no other inside outside uh, uh, influencers. So no bubble asterisk. I, I don't want to hear that. Oh, they didn't they didn't face the Clippers because guess what? The Clippers couldn't do what they needed to do to get to that point. And it, like no disrespect to the Clippers, but in the words of the immortal Snoop Dogg, we ain't the Clippers. So, yeah. And we uh, we definitely carried that out all the way to the, and I'm saying we, I, the Lakers. I'm a fan of the Lakers. I'm not one of those guys that's like, we, we, we. Like, like he's shot. I'm not, he yeah, I'm not in the locker room with them. It's just a team that I've always he liked. I like basketball. Yeah, right. Like, I, yeah, like I got some stats on that. No, I have no stats. I'm not on the team. But shout out to the Lakers for, for doing that. Doing uh, it for Kobe. Tied, doing it for Kobe, my it's favorite fun. player of all time, always will be. And tying us with the Celtics over those those very valuable rings that everyone calls in the question when they're talking about GOAT status and all yeah. of that. So, yeah, congratulations. We, we will never have the LeBron James versus Michael Jordan uh, uh, conversation on this podcast. Ooh. So anybody who's waiting for it, Ooh. keep waiting. We're never going to have it. It's, it's a waste of time. Yeah. 
Um, and you guys wouldn't like my take. On LeBron that. James is the greatest player right now. Thank I'm just you. gonna say I'm just gonna say that I put it out there like that. LeBron James is the greatest player like that. I, I had no rebuttal for the for the the ring and asterisk thing because at the end of the day, the, to the winner goes the spoils. Yeah. You know, let's not be a poor sport. You know, um, my I'm a Warriors fan. The Warriors were, were nowhere the near. They were not. They were tanked this year. Yeah, they were. They were the not in, even in the talks. Yeah. We knew before the season started that the yeah. Warriors were not going yeah. anywhere because yeah. two injured players, two of the the best injured players, plus Durant leaving. Yeah, bye. Yeah, it's not happening. Exactly, it's not happening. Um, yeah, the asterisk talk. Um, after we break it down, there's no really no, no need to say there's an asterisk on it. Because basketball is just basketball. just basketball. If you play in twenty four hour fitness gym, you guys play twenty games, and um, you win the majority of the twenty games, then Better you're game. still a winner. You're yeah. still a winner. Yeah. It's still basketball, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm leaving it. Uh, to people who are watching this on live, please follow us at the Humble Loser Podcast. I'm gonna yeah. say it again: it's at the Humble Loser Podcast. Follow us. You feel me? You can see the clips from past episodes. You can watch the full YouTube video of this episode when it goes up and, and um, past episodes on our YouTube. Also, we're on every DSP, you feel me? Oh, Apple, God. Spotify, oh, we don't God. discriminate, you feel me? Look, until they send that check and make it exclusive, we everywhere. Yeah, right. Um, and yeah, we're going to end this thing. This was episode six of the Humble Loser Podcast. We are your hosts once again, B.B. Hendricks. Jay Thurston. Peace, y'all. Until next time. Uh,